let nobody down, amen? Things didn't go the way I want them to. That's all right, amen? They went exactly how God knows that's going to go. Amen? Probably went, I, and went just exactly the way he wanted them to go. Is everybody okay? Amen. I can tell you right now, a lot of times we go through things simply because we just won't get right with God. Amen. Amen. I can, I can tell you about a man named Hezekiah over there. Amen. Hey, man of God came and said, hey, set your house in order because you're going to die and not live. Amen. Amen. God said, go tell him, set his house in order. He's going to die and not live. Amen. You know what he done right there? Bible said he turned his face to the wall. Bible says Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. Amen. And guess what he done? He prayed to God. And God added 15 years to his life. Changed the mind of God. He'll do that when you get right. Is everybody okay? Amen goes right there. Amen. Boy, Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. There'll be some things you'll have to turn away from. Is everybody okay? Get right with God. Is everybody all right? Is everybody all right? I mean, but there's going to be some things, child of God, we're going to have to turn away from in this world, amen, to get our life right with God. Amen, and hey, we can either hinder our life and, and cause us to leave out of here earlier than God wants us to, or we can turn to God, amen, and we might add 15 years. Is everybody all right? Amen. I, I begin to go home. I went home and I was praying about tonight. Brother Tyler, amen, I was asking God. Amen, what he want me to preach on. I don't just go home and get something off the internet. Is everybody all right? Amen, I don't get messages four or five at a time. Amen. What do you do, Brother Tracy? I just get up, preach everything I got. Amen, till the next time. Then I go preach everything I got again. Ain't that right? Amen, that's why I preach for two hours. Some of them visitors said, oh, dear God. He's going to preach for two hours, maybe. If y'all lucky. I won't preach for three. <laughs> Y'all know I'm the longest-winded preacher in Codgers, right? Amen. But anyhow, so I was praying, and I was talking to the Lord, and I want to talk to you. Amen, church. And if you count yourself a visitor, we're glad you're here. We'll talk to you. I, I begin to pray and seek the Lord. and Amen. He wants me to just talk to you for a few minutes. Anybody, anybody with any amount of discernment whatsoever, any kind of sense, especially if you got any kind of common sense, can just look out here in this world for five minutes, turn on the TV, anything, right, right down into the middle heart of Atlanta, and you can tell we're in trouble. This world's in trouble. Is everybody okay? America's in trouble. Is everybody all right? And so as I begin to meditate today and talk to the Lord, amen, and I begin to think about what he wants me to preach on and pray, and God just spoke to me as soon as I sat down in my office, amen, he told me what he wants me to preach on. Amen, and, I, and y'all know here at the church, amen, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I don't just call myself. God showed me I'm a last day's preacher. Hey, we're living in the last days, amen. I'm going to prove it to you through the scripture, amen. God's about to ready to wrap this thing up, but it ain't going to get much. It ain't going to get no better. Everybody, I wish I had some good news on that front, amen. That, boy, everything was going to turn around and everything was going to be better, amen. The only way that's going to happen, amen, is if the children of God get right with God and start praying and start praying, amen. God ain't worried.
about what the lost folks out there are doing. Amen. God ain't worried about the drug addicts. Amen. It ain't their fault we're in the mess we're in. It's the church's fault because he said if my people, which are called by my name, uh, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then would I hear from heaven and I would what? Heal their land and forgive them of their sins. We're going to get America healed, boy. It's going to take the church getting right. It's going to take God's people getting humble. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Amen. God ain't worried about the world humbling themselves. God knows how to get their attention. God knows how to get the church's attention. So as I begin to meditate, amen, I begin to think about, boy, everything that's going on in the world. And it's just too much to live. It's too much. It's too much. I mean, buddy, we could stand here all night and talk about it, and we wouldn't get everything covered that them wackos out there are doing. Is everybody okay? Ain't that right? The things they're trying to push through schools now? Come on now, amen. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. You can get mad all you want to. I'm telling you, buddy, we're in trouble. We're living in the last days only according to the scripture. Either the Bible's right or it's wrong. Amen, it ain't never been proved wrong. Everybody okay? Somebody said, well, wait a minute, I don't believe the Bible. I don't care, amen. I don't believe you. <laughs> Everybody all right? Amen. Somebody said, I don't believe in God. I, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in atheists. Amen. Every one of them's going to call out to God. Amen. I can promise you, amen, everybody's going to bow before him. Why? Because the scriptures say so. You're either going to do it in this life and get saved and live for God, or you're going to do it after you die, and you're going you're gonna to magnify the Lord Jesus Christ to the glory of God the Father just before he throws you off into hell. Just according to the scripture. Everybody okay? And so as I begin to pray and I begin to seek the Lord, and I begin to ask God, amen, about tonight's service, amen, because that's what I do, amen. God said, I want you to go in there and tell them we're living in the last days. Amen, and I begin to think about who, 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 who in the Bible, amen, that, that tried to warn us about these last days. Who in the Bible, amen, there's many, 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 amen, but I thought about Paul. Everybody all right? The Apostle Paul. Amen, you know what? You might not realize this, but Paul was sent to the Gentiles, right? He was sent to us. And Paul is fixing to pin down some things about right now. And he done it. He done it a couple thousand years ago. Is everybody okay? He was talking about right now. Amen, and I'm going to prove it to us. Amen, and Paul, Paul was in prison. And the last letter... Amen. Uh, 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 he wrote was 2 Timothy, from what people can say. Amen. For the most part, most people agree that that was probably the last letter he wrote before he got killed. Everybody all right? Everybody okay? Some say it might have been Titus. I don't know. Some say it might have been Colossians. I don't know. But, but a lot of most people say it was probably 2 Timothy. Amen. And said that, that this was the last letter because we realize, amen, that when he got out of prison, when he wrote this letter, he didn't get out of prison. Amen, he got out of prison when he wrote 1 Timothy. Don't let that worry you, amen. That's just the devil trying to get in. And we don't worry about the devil. Say, everybody, no, I'm just teasing. That's the baptism pool drink. Hallelujah. That's right. Is everybody okay? Some of y'all got scared, didn't you? Amen. Some of y'all said, boy, we got to get out of this church. That folks down there crazy crazy for Jesus and so I, I begin to think about Timothy and he got out first Timothy and he went and then they, they just arrested him 
brought him back to jail, and he wrote 2 Timothy, and he knew, he knew in his heart, then it was over. They was going to kill him. Brother Billy, they're going to kill him. They're going to kill the man of God. They're going to kill this man that God's anointing is resting on. And he wrote, he wrote at least 12 books of the New Testament. And some believe he wrote uh, 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 another one. Amen, make it 13. But, but he don't really, it doesn't, the Bible don't say that. Is everybody okay? Some think it was him. Some think it was Luke. Amen. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna guess on the matter. I just know this. Amen. That number 13's rebellion. Is everybody all right? So hallelujah. Anyway, so he wrote most of the, a lot of the books in the in the Old Testament here. Amen. Or in the New Testament. I'm sorry. Amen. Paul wrote a lot of them. Amen. He was the man of God. He was God's man at that time. Amen. He had a touch of God on him. Amen. When he wrote something, you can read it and you can just feel the, uh, the holy anointing dripping off of it. And in the last time of his life, when he realized he's about to die, brother Eric, this is some of the stuff he pinned down to the church, to you and I, to right now. And so he says, as I'm going to be in 2 Timothy chapter 4 right quick, amen, and then we're going to back up. But in 2 Timothy chapter number 4, I want to read a few verses to you. Because this is what Paul's charge was to the men of God in the day in which we live. And right now. He said in verse number 1, I charge thee, therefore before God. And the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead. The quick, that's the living. And the dead. Trust me, it doesn't matter whether you like it or not. We're all going to be judged. Is everybody okay? Amen. I'm glad some men's sins go before. Hey, somebody say amen right there. I'm glad that when he judges me, he's going to be looking at the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm going to give an account. Amen. But buddy, when the judgment falls, hey, he's got to let me in. Why? Because of the blood of Jesus. That's the only reason why. Not because I'm a preacher, not because I'm a pastor, not because my name's Tracy Puckett, not any of those reasons. Amen. The only reason that I'm going to heaven and the only reason that you'll go to heaven, amen, is whatever you've done with this man named Jesus. That's it. And so he said, I will, he will judge who shall judge the quick and the dead and his appearing in his kingdom. He told us to preach the word. He said, be instant in season. That's when everybody's excited about it and wanting to hear it. He said, be instant in season, out of season. That's when ain't nobody wanting to listen. Is everybody all right? Everybody's too busy. Everybody's got their life living, amen, doing what they want to and won't hear what the man of God's got to say. He said, you be instant, you be ready, amen. He said, be instant in season, out of season. And this is what he said to do, reprove. Hello. Rebuke. Wow. And then he said, exhort. You realize two-thirds of my job is to make you mad. Everybody all right? When he says reprove and rebuke, somebody say amen. So he said, reprove and rebuke and exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine, for the time will come. Can I tell you the time has come? When they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, Listen at this. Shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears? And they shall turn away their ears from the truth. And shall be turned unto fables. He said, but watch thou 
in all things endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. And Paul says it like he said, for I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. He knows he's about to be killed. They, they, they fix him to cut his head off. That's how, he, is everybody all right? So they fix him to kill him. He said, I have fought. Listen to me, church. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 21 says, for, he said, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And in verse 23 says, for I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. And then in verse 24 says, nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. Amen. See, that's why God, when he saves us, uh, Brother Jonathan, he don't just pick us up and take us home, amen, and get us out of here. He leaves us. Why? Amen. Because it's more needful for our friends and our family members uh, to see God working in us and how God changed our life. Hey, is everybody all right? It's more needful for me to be here, amen, to preach the word of God, uh, to live uh, like a child of God ought to live in front of my family members that's lost and on their way to hell. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Amen. That's why when he saves us, amen, it, it, it blows my mind. He can take, he can take the worst, vilest sinner and pick them up out of a sin-infested home, out of a sin-infested world, and save them and clean them up and put them right back in, right back in that sin-infested place and keep them clean. Hallelujah. That's the God I serve. That ought to blow your mind. Amen right there. Amen. That's right. He keeps us clean. Amen. It's our job, child of God, to live for him. Amen. It's more needful for us to be here right now in this hour and in this time. And so as I read that, I thought about over in 2 Timothy. Can I tell you, when we look out there at what's going on, wasn't just too long ago there's burning cities down left and right. Killing people. Still killing people. Is everybody all right? I read something just yesterday. I can't, I can't read a lot on Fox News. It makes my blood pressure go up. And I get so mad. Oh, I love it, I, but I get so mad. Fella got off the bus and a 78-year-old woman a 78-year-old, he got arrested because he stomped a 78-year-old woman in the face and stomped her in the chest and kicked her and beat her. Is everybody all right? He was, in his, he was in his mid to late 20s. Why'd he do that? He said she said something I didn't like. God help me. <laughs> Give me about 10 minutes with you. Is everybody all right? Amen, I'll have to repent. But this is the world we're living. It's a dangerous time. Amen. I mean, we can't go to the store or the gas station. Amen. At night. Amen. Because of the crowds that are there. Oh, Jesus looking to do somebody harm. Is everybody okay? Amen. Got to get alarms and got to get uh, guns and everything else. Just when you're sitting at home. Amen. To keep your house safe and your family safe. That ain't even counting what you got to do when you get out in the world. Is everybody okay? 
Amen. We go and we see, amen, what they're doing to little children. I mean, and buddy, and now, now they're just, they're mutilating them and they're doing it in secret and not even letting their parents know. God help me. Somebody hurt one of these little ones around here. It's going to be on. It's going to get on. Is everybody okay? It's going to be bad. Is everybody all right? Amen. That's right. And boy, we see that. We see, we see, uh, uh, uh. Old people being abused. We see young people being abused. We see women being abused. Hey, man, we see, we see, we see little wimps that cannot compete against men. Is everybody all right now saying they're girls so they can go out and win some kind of an award? Really? That's laughable. But it's dangerous. And everybody's accepted. We got churches, churches that's accepting. We got churches that's that's accepting women preachers and ordaining and ordaining them and ordaining and ordaining these these, uh, sodomites. Everybody okay? And I'm trying to be real nice. And they're accepting all this and they're, they're telling people it's okay. And what they're doing, they're just leading people off into hell. And that right there is more dangerous. Amen. When they'll tell you, when they'll tell you you're okay. Amen. I can't, I can't tell you you're okay. That comes between you and God. Somebody say amen. You can't repeat a prayer after me. You can't sign a card. Amen goes right there and make it to heaven. The only way you'll make it to heaven is through the name of Jesus Christ by the blood shed on Calvary's cross or you ain't going. So that's the dangerous thing. But the Bible says, and this is what Paul thought was so important when he's about to die. To tell us, to tell the church. In 2 Timothy chapter number 3. If you're familiar with your Bible, you know what we're fixing to read. Paul said this, he said, this know also. He said, you better get a hold of this. So I want you to understand this. This know also that in the last days, that's now. He said, this is how you're going to know you're in the last days. He said that in the last days, listen to what he said, perilous times shall come. He didn't say might come. He said they would come. Perilous. You know what that means? Dangerous. Dangerous times. It's dangerous times that we live in, right? Y'all know I'm telling the truth. I mean, I done, we done talked about what's going on out there. And we realize that we are living in the last days. Amen. I, I'm telling you, I am 56, 57. I lost another year. I thought I was 56. I told somebody today I was 56. Who was? See, I'm older than you now, Granny. I thought she was older than me, now I'm older than her, Big John. You think about that. 57. I'm a, good Lord, I'm older than Billy. Man, I'm older than dirt. 57 years old. I have never in my life seen such treachery, such, such, such things that's going on right now. When I was a kid, you could walk to the store 
You could walk up the street. You could walk down the street. Nobody would touch you. Nobody. Mama didn't have to worry if he was going to make it home. I rode my bicycle all over Belvedere. Everybody all right? I rode it all up and down uh, Covington Highway. Amen. Memorial Drive. Amen. I rode it up to the Tenneco. Amen. And I'd get me a handful of them, uh, them, them, them fireballs. Amen. And go up there. Two cents a piece. Is everybody all right? Y'all don't know nothing about that, boys. Y'all don't know nothing about no two cent candy. Somebody say amen right there. Hallelujah. Amen right there. I remember when bubblegum went up to a nickel, I liked to cry. Is everybody all right? Amen. I went up there and he said, uh, I put that bubblegum down. He said, man, that's like 50 cent. I said, wait a minute. That's only supposed to be a quarter, sir. He said, dog went up. <laughs> I got to put something back. I got to put something back. Man, we used to collect Coca-Cola bottles out on the street. Amen. Take them up there and get, get, a, get a nickel or 10 cent a piece for them. Is everybody all right? And then they went to plastic. Your boy just messed up my business. Put me out of business. Amen. I was a Coca-Cola bottle redistributor. I'm, I'm being serious, man. I'd go and I'd, I'd find Coca-Cola bottles, Pepsi-Cola bottles. Amen. I'd take them to the store. They'd give me enough money, Jonathan. Amen. I could take my money. I'd get on my swim bicycle. I could ride it all the way over to Midway Swimming Pool. I could pay my 50 cents to get in. I had enough money to get me a Snickers bar and a Dunkin' Pepper when I got in. Hallelujah. And then they stopped making glass bottles. I had to find something else to do. So I pushed a lawnmower up and down the street, cut grass for five and ten dollars a yard. Is everybody all right? Push mower. Push mower. Is everybody okay? Can't even hardly pay a man a hundred dollars to cut your grass now, and he's riding on a rider. Hey, men with an umbrella sitting over their head. Is everybody okay? Hey, man, got a big glass and a cup holder on there. Hey, man. Yeah, big bottle of Gatorade sitting up there, ice cold dripping off of it. Can't hundred dollars? Then you can't even get them to come. God help us! I don't know how we got off on that. See, those were the days I grew up in. This world changed, and it has happened so fast. Just a few years ago, it wasn't this bad. But he said, "This know also that in the last days." This is how we know we're living in the last days. He said, perilous times, dangerous times shall come. He said, for men, listen to this, listen to this, shall be lovers of their own selves. It's all about me and what I can gain and what I can get and what I can steal and what I can rob. There was hundreds of teenagers in Chicago just this past week looting like five stores. They had a press conference with the mayor. And the reporter said, Mayor, what are we going to do about these mobs going out here and looting these stores? He said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's don't call names. He said, what we had was a large gathering. No, you had a mob, sir. That's what he said. This is what they're doing. Lovers of their own selves trying to promote their self. Amen. Instead of telling what's right. Is everybody okay? Amen. It's all about what I can gain out of this world. Amen. He said, he said, for men shall be lovers of their own self. Covetous. 
They want what you got, amen, and they don't want to work for it. Somebody say amen. I ain't never seen such a sorry class of people in my life that won't even hold a job. Somebody say amen. Won't even get a job. Covetous, want what everybody else has got. Just give it to me, you owe it to me. He said, well, these are the last days. This is what you will see. He said to be lovers of themselves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers. What's that? Speaking out against God, going against God. Is everybody okay? Amen goes right there. But if we ain't living in that day, amen, amen. One of the Catholic priests, just the last month, I believe it was, amen, said they got to quit calling God a man or a he. They can't call him father anymore, amen, because it's racist or sexist. Are y'all hearing me? Blasphemers. Said we need to change the Lord's prayer. I'm sorry. I believe Jesus knows whether he's talking to the father or not. Our father, that this is offensive. Really? Our father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He said that was offensive. At the, at, the, at the Catholic snot, snot, whatever you call it. Amen. That's all I can think. A lot of, some of the priests got upset. Man, I'd have got upset. Me and that man would have had problems. I just shake my head. False religions. People going to hell, believing this, these false religions, calling out on any other name but Jesus. You ain't going. There's not salvation in any other name. Muhammad can't save nobody. Buddha can't save nobody. Hey, hey! Mary can't save nobody. There ain't no salvation in her name. You ain't getting in touch with God praying through the Virgin Mary. She was a good woman. She was the mother of our Lord and Savior. Somebody say amen. That's right. She kept herself. God used her. Amen. There's not salvation in any other name. Only the name of Jesus. But listen to this. Trying to hurry. He said they'd be covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers. Uh-oh. Disobedient to parents. He said this know also in the last days. Perilous times will come. They're here. He said and you'll know them because you'll see these things. Disobedient to parents. Now, my daddy was pretty mean. I know y'all find that hard to believe. Y'all believe I got whippings? Oh, yes. I sure did. My daddy was mean. Amen. I'm telling you, if my daddy was living, I'd just call and report him to the child abuse authority. Amen. They'd lock him up for what he used to do to me. Whip me with a belt. Whip me with a belt. You know what it done? Kept me out of jail a few times. Is everybody okay? Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's right. My daddy told me, he said, boy, if you get a whipping at school, boy, when you get home. He said, and I might whip you when you get home because I know you got, got away with something. <laughs> Is everybody all right? My daddy had one of them little narrow belts, Big John. He had a quick release on it. I don't know how he got it off so fast, got that thing wrapped around his hand. Man, he should have been a cowboy. Man, he could have roped any kind of stick. Man, he'd be well, we dance around in a circle. Huh? You trying to put your hand back there? He didn't care. He'd whoop your hand. You'd move that sooner or later. It'd get to hurt. Disobedient to parents. Kids don't. Boy, we're living in a day and a time when they 
They kill their parents so they don't get their way. They yell at their parents. They disrespect their parents. They steal from their parents. Is everybody okay? Disobedient to parents. Parents trying to help them. Now, I know not all parents are good parents. Somebody say amen. There's more to ha- hey, there's more to being a mama than, than giving birth. There's more to being a daddy. Amen. Goes right here. Amen. There's more to being a daddy. Amen. Than getting in the bed with some woman and causing a baby. Is everybody all right? Amen. Goes right there. Disobedient to parents. Unthankful. He said, perilous times have come in the last days. You'll know they're here. You'll know you're in them because they'll be unthankful people. Wow. He said they'll be unholy people. We know any like that? Can we, can we turn the TV on at any given time on any news channel and find that? In the, in the news of the day? Then he said, listen what they'll do. They'll be traitors. No, wait a minute. He said, verse 3, let me get that. Without natural affection. Hello. Let me tell y'all, there's two genders. God made that over there in Genesis. He made man and he made woman. Is everybody okay? Everybody all right? You can't, you can't just decide you won't change and everything, everything's hunky-dory. It don't work that way. You can say you're a man all day, but honey, you're still a woman. You can say you're a woman all day, but you're still a man. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Amen. You can say you're a hamster, amen, but you're still a human. Amen. Of course, I'm looking around. I think I do see a few weasels. <laughs> Help me, Lord. <laughs> so listen to this now. He said, they'd be without natural affection. Truce breakers. False accusers. False accusers. God help us. Well, we got people that's accusing folks falsely. Got people that's accusing, uh, uh, i just be honest, I just believe there's a lot of them accusing President Trump of things he didn't do. Amen. Just false accusers. You say what you want, you can have it any way you want to. I'm just telling you. Traitors, Hedy, listen to this. False accusers. And listen to what he said. Despisers of those. He didn't say despisers of good. He said despisers of those that are good. Ain't that what he said? Those that live right, those that are good people, honest people, work, amen, take care of their families. Well, people are despised. They'll look at them. They'll despise them. They say, oh, they think they're better than me. No, they don't. No, they don't. Amen. There's something that's just in them that says, hey, I'm a man. I'm supposed to get up and take care of my family. Amen. I'm a woman. Amen. That's my child. I'm supposed to take care of my children. Right? I'm supposed to love my husband. I'm supposed to love my wife. Somebody say amen. Despisers of those that are good. You get up and you preach like this, and you preach what's right, you preach what's holy, and you preach what's good. Amen. They'll talk about you. They'll, they'll stab you in the back. They'll, they'll make up lies about you. They'll despise you. Despisers of those that are good. Traitors. Heady. High-minded. Lovers of pleasures. Boy, we could preach for an hour on that. Amen. Lovers of pleasures. More than lovers of God. 
having a form of godliness. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I know the Lord and everything. Oh, yeah, I, I, I pray and everything. Oh, yeah, I, 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 you know, I went to church and everything. Oh, but come on now, talk to me. Having a form of godliness. Having a form of godliness. Oh, we know when to act holy. We know when to act holy. We know how, when to put on the dog. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. There ain't no change in our lives. Let me tell you something. When I was lost, I was 23 years old when I got saved. Before then, when I was a teenager, all my years I run the roads. I hustled pool. I fought. Amen. I went to places like the Silver Saddle. I went to places like the little depot, that little rat hole set up above the Silver Saddle that was across the street from Mama Country Showcase. Yes, I used to frequent those places quite often. On December the 17th, 1989. December the 7th. I used to go to Butthead. Amen. And, and, and shoot pool down there. There's a place over there. There's a place over there on, on Warren Drive. used to call it Midnight. It didn't even get started till midnight. I'd go there. I knew the bouncer over there. I didn't know him at the time. You know, he got saved and called to preach too. That man, that man was, that man made three a big jump. That man was huge. That man, I mean, boy, he just, I mean, buddy, his arms, I mean, they, they just spread out like 10 feet. Amen. When he grabbed a hold of you, you know you got grabbed a hold of. I'm glad I met him, amen, he is a preacher, me and him got along in, he, and when we, when we found out we used to frequent that place, <laughs> I'm glad we didn't butt heads, amen, y'all might not have a preacher, that man would have killed me, amen, yeah, I went to those places, and I ain't proud of it, I'm just telling you what God can do, amen, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, oh yeah, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. Amen. I, 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 knew, I knew how to talk the talk. I just didn't know how to walk the walk. And listen to what he said. He said, from having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. There's just some people y'all not run with. Is everybody okay? There's just some folks y'all not run with. Amen. And I'll leave that right there. He said, for of this sort are they which creep into houses. I hate a creep. Don't y'all? I don't like creeps. Amen. Any of you men ever been called a creep? Huh? I used to call folks creeps. Amen. Dare them to say something about it. I said, what are you looking at, you creep? Huh? Y'all never said nothing like that? Y'all lying. Y'all didn't say nothing like that because y'all was the ones getting called creeps. <laughs> they creep into houses. Listen to this. He said, For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers' lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambres 
withstood Moses. Who's that? They believed this was the two magicians. When Moses went over there and he throwed the rod down and it become a snake. And those magicians, you know what they said? We can do that. This is what he said. This is what he said. Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt mind, reprobate, that's useless, worthless. Concerning the faith. They, they, they said, hey, Moses said, Moses, throw the rod down in front of Pharaoh. So let my people go. Throw the rod down and become a snake, Jonathan. Go build it, become a snake. They said, we can do that. I believe there's a couple of them throw, throw like two rods down. Both of them become snakes. They said, look what we can do. We can do it better than you. Hey, man, look at our snakes. We got more than you. We got a bigger church than you. You know what Moses' snake done? It ate them two snakes up. Ain't that just like God? Amen. It may, it may look like they're going to win. It may look like they got it bigger and better. Amen. But buddy, God, Moses' snake just gobbled them up. That's what God will do. God will give you great boldness. Is everybody all right? But he said these are the last days. And I can show you scripture after scripture through that Bible that proves we're living in the last days. Amen. Just before the Lord comes back, takes the church out of here. Just before. Amen. God says, that's it. Go get my children. Amen. I've got a desire to depart and be with the Lord. And it's far better. But for now, it's more needful for me to be here. For you. For my family. For your family. To preach the gospel. To live in front of them a Christian life. It's your, it's your responsibility, child of God. Miss Vicki, that's why the Lord just didn't take you on out of here the day he saved you over there. When you knelt down over there and you prayed. That's why he didn't just come by and say, okay, Vicki, let's go. Take you at it. He wants you to live in front of your family. He wants you to be a light in front of those, amen, that you love and you care about. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? That's why he didn't just come by and take you, Big John. Uh, Chrissy, that's why he didn't just come by and snatch you up. Hey, man, when you got saved, see, those little ones, they need a mom and a daddy living in front of them. Ain't that right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Got nieces, nephews, grandchildren, brothers, sisters, children, sons, daughters, mamas, daddies. Hey, man, they need somebody, hey, man, to live in front of them before them. So it's more needful. And if I just showed you just a little bit tonight, that we are living in the last days. If I didn't know Jesus, if I wasn't saved, ain't no way I'd chance walking out them doors today. Lost. What if he came back tonight? What if he, what if that trumpet sounded tonight? It's going to be too late then. Somebody said, well, there's a lot going to happen after this or that and the other. Let me tell you something, when, when God called me to preach, when God called me to preach, Big John, that was one of my biggest things. I said, Lord, okay, Lord, you want me to preach, I'll preach. And Lord, you just tell me what I need to know about the tribulation, about when, when you come back, about, about what's going to happen, amen, what about the people that's left, all these different things. And you know what he told me? This is exactly what, this is what God spoke to my spirit, to my mind, to my heart. 
He said, you just get them ready before I get there. And don't you worry about what's going to happen after you're gone. That's what he told me. I don't spend a whole lot of time worrying about the thousand-year reign. and I don't, I don't spend a whole lot of time on that. Why? Because, hey, you better be ready before he comes, before he gets here. Because I'm going to tell you right now, any God-called preacher saved, born again, washed in the blood, when he comes back, they're leaving here. The church is gone. The mother's gone. There's going to be a whole lot going that I don't understand. I ain't discarding it. I ain't, I ain't disrespecting it. I'm just telling you what God showed me. He said, you just get them ready before I get there. Amen. So tonight, there's no way I'd chance laying my head on the pillow, not knowing if I was to die, if the Lord was to come back, amen, I would be left. Amen. Can you imagine mama's leaving, sons and daughters left behind? I'm not talking about little children. They, they say they forget. Could you imagine, could you imagine mama sitting there and son or daughter just being gone, taking What's going to happen? Could you imagine a home that's divided, one saved, husband or wife, knows the Lord, saved, washed in the blood, amen. Lord come back, and that wife gone, or that husband gone, and you're there. Last days. He said, you'll know you're living in the last days when you see these things. Dangerous times. When's he coming back? No man knoweth the hour. Nobody knows. Because if you knew, you'd wait right up to the last minute, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? That's the way we are. We, we wait right up to the very last minute. Well, he's coming back at 11.59, so 11.58, I'm going to call out on him. Friend, you have waited for the last days. It could be any time. Any time. Thing that's gonna matter is what you've done with this man named Jesus. Amen. Somebody come, Rachel. Y'all sing. I was left for you. Everything around me falls apart. Ladies, y'all come help. What are you going to do when everything falls apart? What are you going to do when the Lord comes back? Hey, what are you going to do when the Lord comes back? Just like that. Everybody okay? What are you going to do? That trumpet sounds just going to be just like that. Some of y'all, some of y'all. <laughs> Amen. Some of y'all just got scared. Amen. I was a preacher in Years ago, several years ago, Christy Cagle was there, and there was a fella, older gentleman, and I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to do it. We were sitting there, man. The choir got up, got to sing. Boy, the Holy Ghost come by, man. I hit the floor and said, "Wow!" I didn't see it. Christy Cagle said, "That old man, like a jump slap off the bench, jumped up and moved over." 
Hey, I just, hey, I can't help it. I love him. He's been good to me. I tell you, he saved me. He changed me. He changed me. It ain't hard for me to praise him. It don't embarrass me one bit. Amen. He's worthy. Tonight, they're going to sing his song. If you're here and you don't know him, would you come? If you're here and you know him, and maybe maybe you ain't been living like you should and doing like you should, maybe you need to come tonight. Get things right between you and your God. Maybe you just need to come and pray for somebody tonight. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in your life. But I promise you that's what the Lord laid on my heart tonight. I mean, when I got home, I, I, I went straight to my office. As soon as I got back here, I went and sat down. Boy, God said, boom. Last day. Yes, Lord. Tonight, they're going to sing. I want us to stand to our feet tonight. If the Holy Ghost has spoken to your heart at all, would you come? Would you come? The Lord gives, He takes away, He sends the sun, He makes it rain. If I could, would I exchange the joy he's given to be free from the pain? Either way, I will bless his name. I will bless his name when So I 